Welcome to the Intuitive Edge. This is episode 181. Today's guest, Lori Thomas Ross, a therapist. And no, it's not the kind of therapist you're thinking of. I can say now, as I reflect on my life, every great decision was intuitive. Welcome to the Intuitive Edge. I'm Victoria Lynn Weston, your host. I'm an intuitive business consultant, entrepreneur, and founder of Studio Carlton, we're voice designers, producers, and developers of custom Amazon Alexa skills. I embrace big, bold ideas, and I love doing the unpredictable when it comes to helping business owners and professionals expand their brand, gain recognition, raise their visibility, and attract new clients. The future is here, and it's all about voice. Check out StudioCarlton.com. As I told you in the beginning of the introduction that my guest today is a therapist, but she's not the kind of therapist you think about. What did your intuition tell you when I said that? Did you think about, hmm, maybe she's a plant therapist or maybe she's a car therapist? There's all types of therapy and therapists that we can use in all different types of business. Laurie Thomas Ross is the CEO and founder of Web Marketing Therapy. It's a boutique marketing agency that diagnoses, prescribes, and guides healthy, sustainable marketing solutions, and she offers the Wild Web Women, a coaching and consulting firm that helps digital women entrepreneurs grow their business gorgeously. Lori, it's a pleasure to have you here on the Intuitive Edge. Wonderful to be here. And you are the CEO of Web Marketing Therapy. And I have to say, when I read that to myself the first time, I just went, oh, it was like, <laughs> maybe that's what we all need. We need a web marketing therapist. And you're the go-to person to do that, you and your team. Tell me, first off, how did you decide to launch something like that and take this sort of therapeutic approach to helping people with marketing optimization? So, Victoria, I never set out to be the marketing therapist. When I left the corporate world in 2005, I wanted to help small businesses get big with the web. Having been in the classroom teaching uh, corporate and entrepreneur students for years, as well as being in marketing uh, for, for large corporations, I found that my students were these really gifted business owners, and they deserved to have the same great marketing that these big companies with big budgets had. And so I wanted to take my expertise in marketing, but also marry my uh, skills as an educator and empower more business owners. And my clients who did not know each other would say things like, oh, girl, I got to get on your couch. And then whoo, I feel I feel all of this stress has been lifted. And then one client, I'll never forget her. I credit her um, in in Los Angeles. She goes, okay, I need some marketing therapy. Let's do this. And I was like, okay, I was listening to all these patterns. And while I love to talk, my ninja skill is listening and deep understanding. And I said, you know, I am not just another marketing consultant. And gosh forbid, you know, in a sea of insultants, right? But how do I communicate not just the value of what I do, but my values and my values as a leader are about having a healing kind of, you know, impact on my clients. Um, and the true meaning of marketing is maximizing relationships. And so when you have a happy, healthy relationship with marketing, it makes the whole process so 
easy and there's flow and it's enjoyable. And so it was it was a no brainer. I think it was 2007 when we officially flipped the switch and stopped calling our company the original name, which was Lori Thomas Web Marketing. Very creative, not and going full force with web marketing therapy. And, and there is a little bit of a playfulness to it as well. And so that also helps pre-qualify our clients. So here you are, you went from a corporate environment, which is very left brain thinking, and then you start an entrepreneurial path in your life. But obviously you had, um, you know, some intuitive ideas about that. And I want to, you know, sort of ask you, um, what is, how did the intuitive process work for you? I love that question. It's, I, who I am now it was very different than who I was in my late 20s. And I can say now, as I reflect on my life, every great decision was intuitive. And they were the decisions that may have not made a ton of sense on paper, but I just had to go with it. And I couldn't explain maybe, you know, bullet by bullet why. But this was one of those things where I was sitting at my desk and I just said, this is it. This is a blessing. This is one of those horrible jobs that is going to give me the let go of the ledge, you know, push that I need to do this. And and so it definitely was intuitive. And I did not have a business plan. I did not have, I mean, gosh, I think I had $2,500 in my checking account. Um, I had uh, a husband who's one of my best friends today. He's now my husband, who was not excited that I was starting my own business. He was incredibly supportive, but it was like, you know, what are you doing? You have no plan. And I just was like, I just feel like I need to do this. And, you know, 17 years later, looking back, um, it was intuition. It was that connection with source that that made me feel like I had the support that I needed, um, even though it may not have been financial or, you know, structural to to do that. And so now being where I'm at today and having gone through a lot of self-work and, and training, now I lead with intuition and um, and I'm so confident about it. And, and it's beautiful to now have clients that I can say, I just I, I can't tell you why I need to share this with you right now, but I feel called to share it. And there is no like, what's that? It's like, oh, we're leaning in. We want to hear what Lori has to say. And same with the wonderful coworkers that I have the pleasure of working with every day. You know, so much of what we do is supported by my I just feel like we need to do whatever it is and, and having that that backbone. But it, it's it's such a beautiful way to lead. It's so natural and I'm so thankful that I was able to give myself the the space to tune into it. And it's, you know, like I said, every great decision I've ever made personally, professionally has always come from a place of having that intuitive nudge. Intuition is awesome, though. You know, a lot of times we just have that aha moment or we have that moment of connecting with our passion and as an entrepreneur, that's what it's all about, being able to launch this extraordinary company that you have, leaving the security of a corporate environment and and doing this. And nobody else has really ever done, I don't think anybody today is really doing what you're doing or taking the approach, rather, of web marketing therapy. Now, 
when you had this intuition, did you really, I mean, obviously, you know, Albert Einstein's great. I mean, he had it's a flash of insight for the theory of relativity, and that took him years to really, you know, develop that. So when you had your marketing therapy, did you have a vision that you knew what you wanted to do? Or did you just uh, think, I just want to launch my own company, and I want it to be focused on web marketing? And But then how did you sort of separate yourself from all the other little web marketers coming up with this therapeutic approach? Right. Well, and, you know, I, I've been in this wacky, wild, wonderful web world since 1999, and that's a whole other podcast because we did party like it was 1999 and the dot-com boom. And being, you know, in the industry through the bust and where, you know, we have evolved to today, I have seen the highs and the lows and the brilliant, wonderful things that have emerged in this web world. And so when I started my business in 2005, it was me, myself, and I under the name of Lori Thomas Web Marketing, probably because someone said, who do I cut the check to? And I probably just rattled that name off, you know, without thinking about it. But as I listened to the feedback I was receiving from my clients of, I got to get on your couch and I feel so much better and like this stress has been lifted all these therapeutic patterns i did have an intuitive moment where i bought the domain webmarketingtherapy.com in 2005 i sat on it i sat on that domain for 2 years and i i just let it incubate it was one of those things um there's a great children's book called what to do with an idea it's one of the most beautiful books and i still tear up as i read it when i host retreats for women but it's it's like this idea that follows you and you know you kind of try to shrug it off but it gets bigger and you look back and you're like oh my gosh there it is again and it grows and it grows and i would float the idea of rebranding to web marketing therapy to very trusted colleagues and the blessing i received from that was that i had people flat out say Oh, no, Lori, you should not call your business web marketing therapy. No one <laughs> wants therapy. There's a stigma about therapy. And, you know, where a lot of professionals may have taken that personally, I just felt this lift of like, you know, thank you for this gift of letting me educate you on why people do need marketing therapy and, and what therapy means. And, you know, the Greek term, which literally means curing or healing and, you know, and how do we how do we have this supportive service centric approach to marketing? And and so the people who told me it was a bad idea were some of the most wonderful guides on my journey, because having to explain it, especially to someone with their arms crossed and their head shaking, no, gave me that confidence of like, wow, this was so easy to explain. But also in the name of happy, healthy marketing, it's important for us to qualify our ideal clients and the ones that were like therapy, I don't know. They're not my ideal clients. And so rebranding to web marketing therapy also gave me the beautiful gift of time in that through my branding, I was able to attract people that really resonated with my value and my values, but also the ones that were like, mm -mm, like, I just need to get 50,000 more leads into my inbox. And, you know, the people that have the robotic marketing approach are not my ideal clients. Yes, there's a science of marketing. Yes, there's an art of marketing, but there's a heart of marketing. And those are my ideal clients. And I've got clients in all industries, you know, wellness, coaching, a lot of law, a lot of lawyers, um, you know, where you might not financial. But the one thing all of my clients have in common is that they are intentional 
leaders and intentional organizations in all industries. So marketing therapy has been just the best approach uh, for us, but it, it truly gives us that platform to describe our distinction and, and our, our value. Right. And you have, when you call yourself a boutique marketing agency that diagnoses, prescribes, and guides healthy, sustainable marketing solutions on the Wild Web Women. And, oh, wait a minute. I guess the Wild Web Women is a, it's a coaching program, which is really exciting, too. So, but the whole approach to me when I was reading, you know, was sort of what I call the log line about uh, the company, the fact that you sort of look at something and diagnose it as opposed to some of the other companies out there that they would basically kind of inject their business model and hope that their business model was going to work across, you know, everybody else's, um, you know, I guess website goals and so on and so forth. And then you, you guide the for on the head on that one. Yeah. And then you guide healthy, sustainable marketing solutions. So it's all there, folks, because your your website is your alter ego of who you are, who your company is. And if you're behind there, you've got, you know, some issues that may need a little boost of of healthy happiness type of, of approach or, and a prescription for a better take on, you know, reaching out to your your audience and that. So I, I really like that. To me, I thought it was such an exciting and a, a very vibrant way of looking at it, because, again, our website is our brick and mortar today, and of course, going into the future, voice is the, you know, replaces the, the website. So, when you talk with a client on marketing optimization, you know, just give me a couple little tips on, on the first approach. Do you look at the person in general and say, "Oh, this person, you know, has really got a lot of energy, but their website really reflects somebody that's is kind of stoic." Um, do you do you look at that and try to figure out how to rewrite things that express vibrancy or or what do you do? The personality is a big piece of it, and it actually plays to our our brand. It's a play on the phrenology head, which is a uh, defunct psychological theory about personality, you know, being housed in parts of the brain. So, yeah, personality. And if someone is maybe a little more lighthearted or someone tends to be maybe a little more academic or, you know, if someone says, well, here's, here's why... Um, we do things in a certain way. My team and I want to capture that quote unquote awesome, if you will. We call it awesome extract, like vanilla extract. We, we, we want to, you know, find that awesome extract and make sure that the, the values are voiced throughout all aspects of, of marketing. You know, the traditional marketing, um, the website, the, you know, social media bios, even the way that posts are being published, looking at content, search engine optimization, the so many firms sell services. You know, we sell social media marketing might be one company or we sell search engine optimization. These are services. Our approach to web marketing therapy and to all, all marketing is to focus on solutions. While my team and I are well versed on all things, we are able to look at a holistic, you know, in a holistic way at what's working, uh, including other vendors. And that's another distinction is we don't come in and say, oh, you know, it's it's us or nobody. It's like, wow, your social media team is phenomenal. Let's get them to do more in this department. Or, yes, the search engine team has been telling you to do this. We couldn't agree more. Or, my gosh, you've got a diamond in the rough employee. You know, let's do a little bit of training. And so you can really get the most out of your in-house staff. So there's no codependency, but the name of the game is solutions. And how do you make your foundation as stable as possible? It's like health, right? You know, I can be 
exercising, you know, and doing all the things. But if I'm not nourishing myself and I'm not hydrating and getting enough sleep, all of that effort falls flat. I don't want to see organizations just go through the motions. I want them to be really rooted so that they are, you know, sowing the seeds and growing in sustainable ways. And so that's where our approach, um, it, it's looking at strategy, it's looking at planning, but it is that deeper dive into all things and how do all the pieces of the puzzle come together and click. Let's talk about a visual that we can sort of share with people because I think visuals are our key component. So when we talk um, the words and what you're saying is all really good. Let's say I come to you and I just launched a preserve company. So I love to make and I I don't I'm not, I don't have a preserve company, but let's just say I do. And I come in with my raspberry preserves and I want to start marketing it on Amazon. And I got an okay label, but I'm really passionate about these preserves because it's my grandmother's recipe, and I want her legacy to live on. And I got a website. It's okay. But, you know, I've got like 500 people that buy my preserves on a monthly basis. So I want to get 5,000 people every month. So here's my preserves, and I call it, you know, my grandma's preserves uh, label on it. How do you help me sort of, you know, add what I need to add in my web marketing uh, content? This is such a fun example. So we have a five-factor framework that puts all of the puzzle pieces together so your marketing clicks. We look at credibility. How are people getting to know, like, and trust you? That's copy. That's branding. In this case, with the preserves, it's photography, testimonials, usability. That is the folks who get to your site or to your blog or to your Facebook page, what have you. How are you getting the right people through to buy your yummy preserves? Um, invisibility, right? You can have the best preserves, but if people are still going to the grocery store and buying, you know, the stuff off the shelf, how do you get yourself in front of ideal audiences? And that's where the distinction and stuff as well needs to be communicated, which is the fourth step, which is sellability, voicing your value and your values. Your preserves might be more than the stuff on the shelf at a traditional grocery store, but if there is a story behind it and there's you know, smaller batch or, you know, better quality ingredients, the packaging, you know, the, the, you know, restaurant XYZ uses it for their charcuterie trays with their premier cheeses. All of these things are part of the, the marketing puzzle. So credibility, usability, visibility, sellability, and the last piece is scalability. And that is investing versus spending. And so that's where we pull it all together and say, Ooh, I see you've got the website. Let's let's uh, pull out your your story a little more or wow, let's let's say from a personality perspective, the owner's really charismatic or there's a beautiful story that might be a short brand video. And I, it might cost, you know, a, a healthy chunk of change to do that. But from a scalability scalability perspective, if you are investing in that one time video that can be used for PR that goes on the website, that goes on YouTube, that gets chopped up into little bits for Instagram those are all pieces of the puzzle. So we we uncover every rock. We look at every single thing and first look at what needs to be optimized so that foundation is rock solid. But then we also bring in our breadth and depth of creativity and all of our marketing ideas. And then so part of the plan is also here's things you can be doing that you haven't even thought of yet. So um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun because after these optimization projects, there's a crystal clear list. You know, we identify the projects, um, which become, you know, day-to-day processes and ultimately systems at the organization. 
but we're also cleaning house, including sometimes pulling things that don't work. Oh, so tell me that you're sending an email every Wednesday. Oh yeah, it takes us hours. Okay, well let's go ahead and look at how well that works. Gosh, no one's opening it. Maybe maybe we take your team's time and reallocate that. And so part of the marketing therapy process is also taking the stress out of marketing. And sometimes it's stopping efforts that just aren't worth it. But that's what that's what it takes to have another set of expert eyes on the business. Well, I agree. And I think storytelling is the key issue. And it has to be what was what was the the spark, the intuitive spark or the, the family connection that made me want to, you know, launch strawberry preserves, you know, in the, for the sake of my grandmother, that type of thing. And then, of course, mm-hmm. then you get down to the business part. And I agree that having a little video, even if it's, uh, you know, a ten, I think even a 10 second video could cost, you know, a couple thousand dollars. But yep. I think that's um I think that's the most important key thing. So I'm visualizing myself as a 20-year-old, and I'm marketing, you know, my grandmother's preserves. And um, and then I get down to the gritty, gritty business of that, and that you help basically redesign the website so it's easy for people to grasp it, buy it, and and then add the SEO kind of thing. Now, I, I'm never a believer in the SEO stuff. I just think I think it's, it's, it's hogwash. So how do you convince me that it's valuable? I love that. You're a healthy skeptic and that's the best way to approach marketing. You don't, you know, subscribe to everything. The rules of search engine optimization have really become so easy thanks to the onset of social media. And blogs are the nucleus of social media. You know, often we default to think of TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, but a blog is the foundational piece. And nowadays, if, you know, of course there's, and you know, we could geek out on SEO all day. There's architecture, the code of the site, the, the content that you're publishing and frequently posting, but then also, you know, if other big sites are linking in, you know, let's say, you know, um, Disneyland, you know, links back to my website, right? That's, that's a pretty good <laughs> quality link, but there's, and I used to teach SEO, um, for Berkeley and, and UC Santa Barbara, but there's so many pieces of that, but, the 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 approach to your point about you know how some of it's hogwash do you need to spend thousands of months for people to do their mysterious seo stuff no hell no but there are best practices and what we like to help implement is you know if a client is blogging or they're posting something um you know even images on their website in the name of architecture an image posted to your website let's say it's a picture of um, you know, um, organic strawberry preserves, if that image is uploaded as image 12345.jpg, that means nothing to Google. But if you do organic underscore strawberry underscore preserves.jpg, that image could actually appear in the search engine results pages. And um, a YouTube video or something like that, you know, the, YouTube is the second largest search engine owned by Google. So what we like to do is educate and empower clients with some best practices because they're already doing the videos. They're already doing the blog posts. It's, it's taking what they're doing and then saying, and adding these best practices is going to get you a lot more mileage. And like just today, I, I had a call on behalf of one of my clients. They found her by doing a Google search and they're looking for a wellness expert to come teach uh, a whole series for their organization. And, the marketing question, right? The best question you can ask is what, how did you hear about us? They said, oh yeah, we were searching and we came up across her site 
and that site does have best practices. But to your point about storytelling, storytelling is story selling. It was the copy on her website, her bio, her why she does what she does. That's where the connection happens. So that's why we have this five factor framework, visibility being the third on the list, not number one, but third, because you want the credibility in place. You want the usability in place. So SEO still has value, but the rules are so different from how they were way back when that these companies still selling the old school service model when it doesn't have to be that hard. And this is my marketing therapist hat saying that it just doesn't have to be so hard. But there are some things that you can do to get more mileage. Like I just got a um, great speaking gig and I was flown across the country to speak for 30 minutes. And I said, how'd you hear about us? Search. So what is what are the key steps to hiring a digital marketing team? So if I'm coming to you, what are you going to I mean, how do I know you're really a fit for me? Wonderful, wonderful to interview many people. That's the key. Uh, just like dating, right? You know, you don't walk in to a church or a bar or a coffee shop and go, you <laughs> rest of our lives together. Let's go. You need to have healthy conversations and you need to do info collection and you need to make the time to speak with different firms and and do that research and do that connection piece. And as a leader, allow your intuition to also speak to you. You might have a company that will say all the right things with the beautiful PowerPoints and here's our success stories. But I always say, talk to various companies, talk to all shapes and sizes, talk to your colleagues, but also get a feel for are they selling you their services or are they really listening to you and understanding what you need and carving out really custom solutions. And I've had folks say, wow, you've taken so much time with us and you're not even, you know, on contract with us, but you really take time to understand. I mean, down to the, you know, I've, I've had feedback like, wow, you, you really care. And I was like, my gosh, you know, I wouldn't wake up every day and run a business if I didn't care. I'm sure there are people out there that, that don't, but I love people more than I love marketing. And I love to help people use marketing and leverage marketing so that it drives the happiness and the health and the wealth that they want and frankly deserve in, in empowering women to do that. Very good. Very good. So let's talk about how does your intuition work with you on your decision making on a day to day basis? I mean, after all, you can't sit down and and spend hours looking at somebody's website and coming up with a, uh, a therapeutic plan, if you will. So how does that kick in? Sometimes when I'm walking, uh, I have a live in personal trainer, um, a.k.a. a five pound Chihuahua Yorkie mixed dog who makes me take breaks throughout the day. I have so many ideas when I'm out, uh, especially if I'm you know, near nature or like walking by a tree or something, you know, I, I've, I've come up with speaking of, here's my dog growling. How do I think about my clients? You know, whether I'm walking the dog or I'm just having a moment to myself or making that cup of tea, some of my best, most creative marketing ideas have happened either on a road trip or, you know, getting on a plane to fly somewhere. So having those, giving yourself that space to be intuitive, which also is also very creative. How do we do that? And, and for me, it's getting away from the laptop, getting away from the screen and also giving myself enough space. If I am doing a marketing optimization project, 
I don't say I'm going to have this to you in two weeks. Creative process takes time. If my team and I are uncovering every rock, sometimes you uncover a rock and you're like, whoa, we had no idea what was under here. This might take another week or so, or we might find a competitor that's given us all these ideas. But we just finished one for uh, a company and part of the audit wrapped up and we even came up with ideas for promotional products, things that they could be giving to clients. We designed them as part of the project and handed it all over. Uh, but I also came up with a whole new business idea for them that leverages the success of what they've already had. And they've remarked on it several times. Of, wow, that was that was a really good idea. And, you know, that happened when I was making a cup of coffee and putting my coconut oil in there and, you know, hitting, stirring it around. So being in, in to be the best intuitive self, we also have to be well, sleeping well, hydrating, nourishing ourselves. When I am depleted in any of those areas, then I, my intuition, it's like, it's like somehow like the, you know, the, the, the batteries are low if you will. So um, it's, it's, it's a very connected way to, to work in. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today, Lori. I love what you're doing. I think it's exciting. I invite everybody to check out Web Marketing Therapy because no matter where you are in business, you have to constantly keep you know, upping the anning and, and sort of taking out a different blouse for the day or a different dress. You've got to add that little bit of sparkle to your website and your marketing to keep ahead of the competition. And also check out LoriThomas.com to learn about, you know, coaching and other programs and speaking and training and other marketing optimization. Thank you so much. And thank you for all that you do. It's so amazing that you're getting this word out. So many, so many people need to look at business this way. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in today. The Intuitive Edge is produced by Weston Media Group, LLC, Atlanta, Georgia. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, drop us an email, victoria at studiocarlton.com.